Well, hello there, my friend Jonathan Doyle with you today. Welcome back to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. So pleased you are here. Please hit that subscribe button. It does make a big difference. If you are not a regular subscriber, what are you even doing? What have I done? What have I, how have I caused this? Please hit that subscribe button. It does make a big difference. And go and check out all the links under here. You can book me to speak live. You can get coaching if you are in Catholic leadership. So go check out those links. Uh, all my social stuff's there too. Today we're going deep. As deep as we can in a short podcast, I'm going to give you an amazing quote from John Paul II about the relationship between truth and freedom and how it uh, impacts young people, which is kind of, it's very relevant for Karen and I. We're just producing a new resource and one of the modules in that resource for high school students is around the relationship between truth and freedom. Let me give you the, the basics. The Catholic Church would say that if we cannot know what is true, then we cannot freely choose. We can't be free. If you don't know what the truth of something is, how can you choose it in freedom? The example I gave on the YouTube version, so there'll be a link here to YouTube where you can go and check out the YouTube version, but um, the example I gave is, you know, the church's take on marriage and on things like annulment and that sort of stuff. One of the, the crucial things is that marriage has to be entered into, of course, freely, right? You can't be forced into marriage and one of the other grounds around annulment, of course, is if you discover that the person you married was keeping from you vast amounts of information. Let's say, for example, the classic uh, example, if you go to marry somebody, but they neglected to tell you that they're already married and they've, you know, they've got another spouse somewhere else. And then you find out that they're already married. Of course, that's devastating. And then the church would say the marriage was never valid. Why? Well, because you didn't know the truth. They withheld the truth from you. And because you didn't know the truth, you were not free. You weren't free to make a decision. Your decision-making was affected by a lie. So that's a very like you know, big, bold, blunt example. But the basic premise is if we can't know what's true, then we can't choose freely between options, right? Because we don't have the full data. So when it comes to the moral landscape, you can see that the church has a great deal to offer us here because the church would say to us that if you cannot know the truth of something, then you are a slave in a sense to whatever is presented. So now this comes to the moral dimension for young people in Catholic schools, right? Like the the Catholic school is very much a battle landscape at present for all sorts of ideologies that, as John Paul II used to say, beset this restless end of the millennium. So one of the most important things that a Catholic school is going to do is become a place where the truth is presented. So that, of course, rings a whole bunch of cultural alarm bells. Jonathan, how dare you speak about the truth? The truth is relative. <laughs> Remember Alan Meyer, this great pastor, he's a friend of ours, and uh, Alan gave this great story. You probably heard something similar to it, but it's a story about a, uh, a college or a university professor who was a deeply convinced relativist. He believed there was no objective truth, and all perception was, of course, totally subjective. And day after day, he would preach uh, to his students about the nature of truth being completely relative. But this particular college professor had a car that he really, really loved, and uh, and was absolutely, you know, besotted with this car. He polished it every day. And one day he's walking towards his car and he sees a student accidentally. He's riding his bike and this student kind of sort of accidentally scrapes the professor's car and puts this big scratch down the side. And the professor runs along and he's, he's furious. He's so angry and he's yelling at this student. He goes, look what you've done. You've scratched my car. 
And the student who was, you know, very used to the professor's relativism said, but, but professor, how do you know that I've scratched it? <laughs> Maybe it's just your subjective perception that I've scratched it. So you get the inherent craziness of um, moral relativism and subjectivism as a kind of default mechanism of perception of reality. So what the church offers and what Catholic schools can offer is truth. And the crucial thing that I mentioned in the video version of this is the Catholic church does not offer a philosophical proposition of truth. I mean, that's not entirely true. The, the church, through the great doctors of the church, through the great men and women who have helped form the magisterium and the church's theology over time, have given us, I guess, various philosophical and, um, I guess, in terms of things like philosophical anthropology, right? They've given us a deep perception and presentation of how we experience the truth. But ultimately, the church's position is not that the truth is a doctrine, a thesis, a theory, a, a, a system of living. The truth is, of course, a person. It's one of the beautiful things that makes Catholicism so remarkable is that we present a person as the truth. Why do we do that? Well, it's really simple, because the person that we're presenting as, as the truth said that they were the truth. So Christ himself says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So Christ himself tells us that he is the truth. So if we look at Christ, we will find the truth. If we understand his teaching, we will find the truth. So if you look at the great issues of our day, if we apply the Gospels and Christ's actual words to these things, we will come towards the truth. So listen to this quote from John Paul II. He says, in speaking about students, young people in general, he says, in a cultural climate in which moral norms are often thought to be matters of personal preference, Catholic schools have a crucial role to play in leading the younger generation to realize that freedom consists above all in being able to respond to the demands of the truth. So that human freedom, and in this unit that we're presenting in this uh, thing we're building at the moment, you know, the, the current, I guess, the, the current societal understanding of freedom, at least for the last kind of 150 years or so, is the concept of freedom as the ability to do what you want. That true freedom is the ability to do whatever you want to do with the occasional maxim thrown in as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else. So that you can see how the church, you know, you know, this concept of Christ being a stumbling block, you know, and the church is a stumbling block. It's a sign of contradiction. It points to the contradictions of the age. So the church is telling us that to be able, that, that, that freedom is not simply this, this ability to do whatever you feel like, True human freedom is our capacity to respond to what is true, to what is true. And, you know, you can sense that it's a moral task. It's not necessarily easy, is it? I mean, it's relatively easy to indulge your appetites. It's relatively easy to do whatever you feel like. It's interesting that, you know, Augustine famously said in the fifth century, you know, he said, look, love God and do what you want. Love God and do what you want. Or do what you will. So what you will in terms of the concept of you know desire, what you want to do. If you love God, you're not going to go far wrong, right? You're going to have charity for your neighbor. You're going to have a deep love and reverence for the divine. So you, if you love God, you pretty much act out of your desires and you're going to be pretty much heading in the right direction. It's interesting to note that 
the most influential Satanist of the last 200 years, which would most likely be Alastair Crowley, who wrote the Satanic Bible and is still seen as kind of the the ultimate satanic figure the last 200 years, his maxim was, do what thou wilt. So the essential essence of the of satanic doctrine, I guess, over the last 200 years, this is getting dark, isn't it? We're doing a Catholic teacher podcast. I'm talking about Satanism. But uh, it's so interesting. Do what thou wilt. Do what you want. Do whatever you feel like. Indulge anything that you want to do. There are no boundaries. There are no limitations. Whereas the church says, the way, the truth, and the life is a person. All right, so let's wrap this up. What's it got to do with you? What, what all this means is in a Catholic school, you have this incredible opportunity to present the truth to young people. And I think there's a real heroism at the moment for many Catholic teachers. There's a real heroism to push back against the lies and the wickedness of this current moment in history and to refuse to participate in sharing these lies with young people. And you know exactly what I'm talking about, things that get your podcast banned, get your YouTube channel taken down, ideologies around human sexuality and relationships, about the actual identity of human persons themselves, these kind of things. Uh, and we've got to deal with, like, we, we deal with this with pastoral sensitivity, right? We don't charge into classrooms going, you know, being toxic or aggressive. Of course we don't. As I said in yesterday's podcast, John Paul II also said that the Catholic Church never imposes, she only proposes. So we only propose the truth. We don't impose it. You can't compel anybody to believe anything. You know, that's what the Stalinists like to believe. You send everybody to the gulag and sooner or later they'll be singing the Internationale. So that's not how it works. How it does work is that we present the truth and the truth converts human hearts over time. Was it Augustine or was it C.S. Lewis that said, you know, the the truth is like a lion it doesn't need defending you just unchain it and it will defend itself quite nicely you just set the truth free and the truth will defend itself it's like oh do we let this lion go is it going to be okay so gently in season and out of season welcome or unwelcome present the truth present the truth help young people understand that true human freedom is their capacity to respond to what's true all right that's it Please make sure you subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. I'd love you to share this with some other Catholic teachers. It does make a great difference if you share it around on your social feeds. And uh, go check out the links. You can book me to speak live to your staff, students, parent communities, in your diocese, conferences. Go and check out those links. God bless you, everybody. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This is the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. And you and I are going to talk again tomorrow.